That's right, people, and welcome back to Films of Amigos. It's time. It's time for a bonus episode. So, welcome to this bonus episode of Films with Amigos. If you listen to the Zombie Top 5 episode, you'll have heard our interview with Ben Wilkinson, who's the festival director for the Spirit of Independence. Um, Spirit of Independence is a micro-budget film festival, which started in Sheffield, which is why it's close to our hearts, um, but it's now gone digital. So, um, on this bonus episode... We're going to talk about four of the short films that we picked at random and decided to to watch on watch from the festival. So yeah, let's let's get into it with short film number one, real estate. Does anybody anybody want to kick this one off? I'll admit that I laughed. I did laugh. Mm-hmm. I laughed. Short sweet. Yeah. <laughs> I also laughed. <laughs> two, two minutes long. Um, do, I, 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 does anyone want to summarise it? I guess there's going to be some spoilers alert here for anybody. Do we, do we want to spoil them? Or, or do we just... No, may, maybe not. Let's definitely not spoil this one. Because I think if you give it, you, if, yeah. you can give this one away too easily. But essentially, it's a short film that, that captures a couple um, viewing a new house with the real estate agent. It's got a lot of charming things about it. It's got really cheesy music. The whole the whole the whole thing has a cheesy feel that I thought was was funny and obviously um contributes well to, to what it's building up to. I was just saying, I was say I, I found it um I found it more like to be kind of like a sketch than an actual short film. Don't about you. Yeah, guys. basically it was, wasn't it? Yeah. It's like it could have featured in a collection of yeah. A half hour TV show of similar sort of thing. I guess there's yeah, the thing good. about all short films, don't they? I think there's a depending on the length of a short film, they are very much capturing either an element of a story or they're almost like a sketch, like you said. And I think that's true for most most short films, aren't they? Yeah, all of these are just based on a very simple idea that they just go on to explore, I guess. Yeah. And it, yeah, I think this so one's think... definitely um, male humour as well. I showed yeah. him a girlfriend after. Not one laugh. Not one laugh. In fact, she looked at me quite. She looked at me quite disgustingly. It was like, <laughs> <laughs> what are you laughing? For? Outrageous! It, it's definitely the the build up to the uh, to the old punchline is is good, and it's it is definitely funny. But I agree with you potentially. <laughs> Without giving it away, yeah. Maybe it's because we we could all relate <laughs> somehow. <laughs> and the main right, guy then. just reminded me a bit of a uh, Seth Rogen. It's it's that sort of thing. Oh yeah, good shout. Yeah, yeah. Or Will Ferrell in um, Step Brothers when he moves mm-hmm. into his yeah. own house. Anyway, <laughs> so that's real estate. Two minutes long, short, punchy, and very funny. And then we're then we're going to the next one, which is "It's a Rap" by Brian Unwin. So he, this this had, this short film had a nice little intro where he where he kind of tees it up and just says, um, "Obviously, it's a short film that captures what happens if you are on Christmas Eve and you run out of Christmas wrapping paper." Yeah, I thought yeah, that was nice. It kind of sounded as if um, yeah, it sounded as if he found like the um, 
the theme song before he made the film. It sounds like he sort of he set it to yeah. So to the, that music. the music's what kind of like influenced the the direction of it, if you like. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I thought the intro was cool. I don't know if you've watched some of the other ones too, Sam. So, um, in addition to the four that we were discussing today, have others had uh, a director intro? Is this unique to this particular episode? I haven't seen them on the other ones I've seen. I know, but I know the festival's been running Q and A's with the directors, so um, I know that this. Well, yeah, when some we, of them you can watch we as well. Cool. Yeah, because like when we obviously went last year when it was a, vis- uh, a physical event, it was some of the directors were there, weren't they? So they were sort of able to to introduce their own films to the to the audience. So yeah. I guess that's the alternative now, isn't it? Yeah, and I think um, there'll be a, there's a there's a Q and A uh, today, but that'll be I think that'll be available to watch after as well cool. with a, a few of the different directors. But yeah, I, I liked that they just kind of. Set set up the concept, very simple. You run out of wrapping paper. Um, I also love that it has no dialogue. Yeah, the, especially towards Four the long. towards the end and stuff. And that's where it's kind of the yeah. I think it's just very well edited. Yeah, and like you say, it's all, it's all about the music, um, the the mannerisms and the 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 body language to give you this story. Yeah. I love when he pulls Hazard tape out as well, when he's just like. <laughs> and ultimately, it's a story we we can potentially all relate to because it's all about when you just panic and then you just lose your common sense and don't check things properly. And the bit when he's scolded by his wife is too relatable. <laughs> I also as well predicted that that Kitchen File would come out. Yeah, because ki- Kitchen File is a classic wrapping paper. Well, he did a good job of that. Yeah. Did a good job of that, that foil. Yeah, still left it ambiguous. <laughs> um, definitely me on uh, Christmas Eve. That's happened a few times. Um, I think this particular one had just worked great as an advert, though. I, that's the that's kind of what I got from it. Like a Christmas, like a, just a random Christmas hack, or just a, a jokey yeah. Christmas ad. Yeah, yeah, it's. it's... It's got like the the little charming Christmas ad type thing, and it's almost feels as well like a bit of a um, a bit like when Pixar do shorts. Yeah, it's just like a little charming, charming little story. Yeah. Anybody want to add anything else about it's a wrap before we move on? No, oh, no, I think that, I think that about covers it no. on that one. I think. Okay, then let's get into the uh, the two longer shorts. So, um, the other one we selected is um, The Last by uh, David Newton. So, this is essentially um, the story of a woman awakening at the end of a gunfight. So, it's all about the aftermath of a battle. Yeah, yeah I like I the, this one. the camera work on this one a lot. Yeah. yeah. It's all like all very low to the ground and sort of quite long shots and stuff and yeah keeps you at her level she's sort of crawling around this house trying to figure out what's going on yeah, I thought it was pretty um, claustrophobic um, but also quite the, out of the four I just thought it was a really interesting premise um, of where to like begin a film um, the music is good acting's good so yeah I think this one's 
definitely a favourite out of the four that we've chosen. Yeah, I think out of all the four, this one definitely had the best sound. The way the yeah. the music, because the music ran all the way through, but changed depending on what was going on. Yeah, yeah, I thought the yeah um, it, it builds tension more. Yeah, and then the the bit where you hear someone else in the house and the footsteps. I thought the, the sound was just really good on this one. It was really on point. Yeah, no, I agree. I think. Uh... I agree with some camera shots as well. I think um, the the opening bit where she wakes up and she's pointing the gun directly into the camera, and then then you get the next shot just to reveal there's actually somebody dead on the toilet, and that's who that's who she's panicked and aimed at. Um, mm-hmm. I thought that was that was quite a, quite a nice little touch, and as well, um, I, I just really like the use of the actual dialogue in this one when when she goes when she's on the phone, mm-hmm. how how you've got this whole scenario that's got no context. And then you get this phone call that that one throws up more questions, but also gives a whole lot of context to the character, to the lead to the lead woman. Yeah, I think when Penny drops and it turns out that she's a mom and um, she'll be yeah mother, daughter, wife, all that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, everything she's... that she'll be leaving behind. Yeah, super depressing, super dark, but <laughs> enjoyed it. I don't know why, I just randomly thought, and I was like, ah, oh, Dan, when you mentioned about the camera angle being really low and stuff, I just ah, oh. I think part of that would have worked really well as like a first person, like a first person viewpoint, but good as it was, but it was just making me think, oh, if it was to be like expanded. Yeah, I don't know, because you don't want it to come across too gimmicky, I think that's always the the problem with first person. Mm, not like kick-ass style, but I just thought, ah, oh, the whole... Just the way that it was filmed anyway just made me think, well, I wonder if that would have been like an interesting Plus it was able to, to hold on her for the phone call. I can't remember if it was all one shot while she was on the phone, but sort of added to the immersion a bit more. Oh, yeah. And I like the, yeah, the, like the, the, um, the pan at the end. You should explain that mm. this woman's also been shot herself, which is why, yeah. Uh... She's on the floor. Yeah, mortally wounded, isn't she? Yeah. 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 Bleeding out. Also, as well, I love the way she opens one at doors, where she crawls up to it with her feet first and then, like, kicks the door open so she's already laid, aiming the gun into the door. I know that's got nothing to do with anything, but I think tactically, very <laughs> nice. Yes. As well, I think for a, for a micro-budget film and considering... Um, the criteria for the shorts, I can't remember exactly what Ben said in terms of budget allowance that, that the festival has, but it is very low. I, th- I think so the props... Yeah. film, I think. Yeah, I think it might be a thousand. You just think the props and everything else. I think, um, you know, quite impressive with the restrictions that they've got on finance. Yeah, I agree. All right, shall we go on to the, the fourth and final show, yep, The last, Bargain? At least, The Bargain. This, this one was my favourite because mm. um, me, and ben have, uh, me and Ben from The Amigos have talked about loads of different short story ideas before and we had one very similar to this, but I feel like this one hit the nail on the head. It's essentially um, the concept that you can trade and purchase um, time, life, life essence, 
So you, if you've got 10 years left to live, hypothetically, you can purchase more time to add to your life and you'll live longer. Um, I just think the whole concept, just loved it. I think we can get talk about this one specifically about how they use it in this show, but I think that application, that concept, could be used in so many different ways and could be expanded out into more short films and more short stories. Hmm. I think this Big could fun. easily have been a, a, a Black Mirror episode. Into, oh, yeah. Yeah, easy. Yeah, whole full-length thing out of this. And Although, yeah, there, a there, like... is a, there is a film called Time. In, that is pretty much is it. In Time, is it just in public? In yeah, time, yeah. That's what made me think, yeah. That's what it reminded me of. It did remind me of that. But yeah, like being able to trade your own kids' time and sort of having to, yeah. to weigh up the, the moral quandaries around that. Yeah, because that's, that's that's what's quite... I think for, for a short film, that I think it's I think it's only 11 minutes in total, they get a lot... get across a lot of different concepts re- regarding the time trading. And a lot of the different moral dilemmas, because you know, you get the opening kind of thing where the guy who who sells and buys time can see how long everybody's got left, and the the initial person only has six years, one month to live, and he's going to trade six years to save her uncle, but isn't aware that she's trading the you know the majority of her life away. Yeah. But then you also yeah, get he, things he, like, he's... sorry, go. On. Yeah, because he's not fussed about that. He's just getting that cash. Yeah, yeah, he's a true capitalist at art, isn't he? He's just yeah. anything for the money. But then she but that, all the, that was oh, like an old turn the way around, wasn't it? She was she was selling her time for money. Yeah, that's I, right. I quite like that. that. Quite like that was like a different thing. Rather than her buying time, she was selling time for cash. Yeah, she was selling... quite unique in terms of the the premise yeah definitely and then like and that kind of mirrors up to what Dan was saying as well you you also get later on the um, suggestion that you can take time off other people in your family particularly kids that everybody knows have got a long time to live because they've only just started their yeah. lives but I like as well the like drug addict guy who wants to buy just wants to buy more time wants to be more youthful and he's got like 150 quid and he chucks his coins on the table to try and get yeah, a few get more about? seconds to get four hours for to try and reverse his wrinkles. That was the bit. Yeah. The the vein guy. That's quite an interesting thing. I, I never really thought of it. Like it reverse it almost sounds like it reverses time, doesn't it? Like it keeps you at that same age. Yeah. I never really thought of it like that, but yeah. No, that's what I was saying. For a short for a short film, it does a lot of world building. Does that mean by... if you sold your kids' time, they'd age? Mm-hmm. Would it just not take it off the... I feel like end. we need a sequel to this. But then that doesn't explain the drug dealer guy who wants to get younger. He says he's got too many wrinkles. It makes it sound I like... I thought he wanted to remain in his like current state. It could and be. And that serum that they inject in is preserving that for that amount of time. I don't know. I'll just throw this out there in case the writer needs needs a suggestion. I think to fit the concept, um, it doesn't it doesn't reverse time for people that haven't gone through puberty. And when, then when you become an adult, actually at that point it allows you to remain young. <laughs> there you go. Done. Resolved. Covered all the holes in the plot. All the holes in the plot. I thought it was cool. Like for a micro budget again, 
in terms of visual effects, very simple, but I like the opening uh, title. I thought that was quite smart, um, with the glow and everything, and then that kind of relates to the um, the, the graphics that are added to um, each of the time sellers' eyes, and then when they inject somebody, how that kind of illuminates um, their eyes also. Um, and I thought it was a cool little you know section, again, because of the um, time restraint. Uh, the transitions between the different clients, I thought, oh, that's cool. You know, kind of like swaying be- behind the shoulders to reveal um, the different scenarios. Um, the only thing for me was that it was just interesting premise. Again, um, awesome concept and one that could definitely be further expanded, like you were saying, Sam, but, you know, maybe further episodes or a sequel perhaps. But just some of the delivery was a bit wooden. So I wasn't totally invested in the character's or necessarily the acting, yeah. but the premise and the, the concept is awesome. The fact that we're even <laughs> talking about like, ah, oh, but it could mean this, it could mean that. The fact that we've got different interpretations of um, what we think actually even happened uh, without a full explanation um, obviously lends itself to how good it actually was. So, yeah, that, that concludes um, the four shorts in this little mini bonus episode. Um, the festival is still live through Sunday and Monday, um, all on demand. Plenty of feature films, documentaries and other things to watch. So if you're missing the cinema at the moment, go show The Spirit of Independence some love and, and buy a ticket and check out some films. And that's it. It's goodbye from me. See you next time. Adios from me.